0: to another episode of the Grassroots Church Roundtable Podcast, the first roundtable recording in the year 2024. I've got a 2024 model of Darren Cherry in front of me. I'm a 2024 model of Adam. We're a couple elders here at Grassroots Church. What's up, everybody?
1: Hey, hey. Uh, Shouldn't you say, like, you got to do your best... I think you can go into your... um... Oh, what's-his-face impression that you always slide into... Uh, Russell Brand. Russell Brand by saying the year of our Lord. The year, the year of our Lord. Yep. The year of our Lord. 2024. 2024.
0: Th- Welcome to 2024. Missed you. Hey, the buddy. The past couple it's been weeks. Couple weeks. Yeah. I tried to uh, arrange meeting up with you last week, but you said, "No, I'm having the time of my life right now. Forget yeah. you." Uh, you were out of town. I was out of
1: town, but we're back. We're back.
0: How's it? We're. It is January the fourth, uh,
1: listeners, and that's the day we're recording. That's today. This is, this is going to be a good year. I think this is the final year of the Grassroots Roundtable podcast. Oh, he's calling it now. I think, I think it's it. I think it's it. Hmm. I can see us packing it up. Do you want to retire? I don't know. Okay, I got two things, because you're going to lead us through. To, I told you, we, we said before this, I have no idea what we're doing today, so I'm just following your lead. But two things. One, ladies and gentlemen, Boys and girls, children of all ages, look forward to the first Sunday in March as the A game will come into the gathering rocking the stash. I'm making my game plan. I've got well. First off,
0: congratulations to you and your Browns. Heck Far yeah. exceeded mine and everybody else's uh, exceeded expectations. Exceeded my expectations. I wanted nine and eight. <laughs> Joe Flacco just came out of nowhere and saved your butts. Come on, your brown butts. That's right. I said it. Yep. Um, but uh, hey, congratulations! Way to go, uh, Brown Town, Cleveland. Let's go, the land,
1: <laughs> the best color ever, brown. Y'all did it. I love the simplicity of our jerseys, named after
0: Paul Brown, not yep. the color brown. Um, so yeah, congratulations to you, Darren. I'm I'm excited to for just a few hours, maybe March sixth, it's the first Sunday of March. Anyway, I can look. I haven't planned out. I'll probably uh, let my beard grow for about a month. If I can make it two months with beard growth, I will have a two month mustache for a couple hours. Uh, so if you're listening, which you obviously are, but uh, let your friends know that. Uh, if y'all want to see me rock an epic mustache, come to our... Third. March 3rd. Sunday, March 3rd. Sunday, March 3rd. Okay. Yeah. Be here at the gathering. 10 o'clock. Sunday, March 3rd. Men, if you want to show up with a mustache, too, we'll take pictures. We'll mustache put, March. Uh, we'll we'll put them online. We'll make profile pictures. I'm back on social media now. I'm all about that stuff. You know, increasing my my social presence. I don't know. But, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to... Um, Showing you all how glorious of Del Earnhardt mustache I have. He, uh, are you are you going to grow it out from now until then? That's why I was wondering. I don't know if I can. After about four weeks of beard, it really is uncomfortable to me. Like if this, if I don't shave until then, I will have like a two and a half month beard. That us, uh, that <laughs> that mustache, uh, that mustache would be
1: rather epic. So if I can just hold out, if I can if I can just stay consistent, it, I finally trimmed mine because. I was I was growing mine out because my goal if I lost the bet was going to be to have it grow to where once I shaved the beard, I could have enough to do like a handlebar mustache and go, uh, wee wee I, yeah I was gonna I was gonna do that but then once we got past like we got our ninth win, I was like time to trim it up yeah so
0: I'm happy for you and uh, again gentlemen like Boom. Grow your stashes out. Let's show some solidarity to your boy over here. We'll go get bone-in wings afterwards. That's true. We'll put some uh, hot sauce up in those mustaches. Save some for later.
1: Two hours later, be like, looking up there and be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Have you... Blue cheese. I have found myself a couple of times now telling somebody about our bet and then telling how what the loser has to do and realize as I'm telling them what this terrible thing is that the loser has to do that the person i'm telling has just a mustache and i'm like i i don't want to tell you what we have to do yeah secret secrets <laughs> cuz it's like i'm t- the loser has to wear a mustache if you are and if i'm you're telling them if that- you're
0: listening and you already have a mustache then don't play mustache march play mustache life it's a lifestyle the if you're listening, you
1: already have a mustache, you're just better than us. Mustaches equal lifestyle. So I said I have two things one was the mustache, two, I said I was gonna do this live on air. Oh, oh he's got a
0: big box
1: for you, for me, yep, from a lot of people. I wrapped this myself, by the way. I think I know what it is
0: because you said something a few weeks ago. Oh.
1: It's upside down. It is. It's
0: a. Did you give me an air fryer? So, look
1: at you guys. I oh, made a that ninja air fryer. I made that goofy, cu- which uh, by the way, I, I'm seeing it here from what you and I talked to. Oh. Max temp 450 degrees. Boom. This is seven customizable programs. Oh yeah. Uh, what? A, a, Kelly's one. Five and a half quart capacity. Fits three pounds of French fries or wings, and this is Ninja. This Dude, is this the is same legit. brand. Who did so? Is this you? Who did it? Okay, yeah. here's what happened. Because I, I mean, I love you guys already, but you, I'll let you I'll let people take credit where they want to take credit and stay anonymous where they want to stay anonymous. I made that comment on the podcast, and one of our faithful listeners caught me one day and goes, "Hey, because I didn't I didn't do anything else about it." I, I made that comment. You and I are goofing on air. You guys. One of our faithful ministers came to me and goes, hey, here's money for the air fryer. And I was like, oh, no!" When I got to honor this. So I text a few other people. And immediately, I, knew, I, I, I
0: had a feeling that was going to happen. Immediately,
1: people were like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. So I will let them say, hey, friends, hope you enjoy it. you roundtable friends, thank you so
0: much. Trust me. This will go to good use. I got some more debts to pay back this year.
1: Some wings and debts. It's
0: true. I've I've been experimenting with home cooked wings in several different ways: baked wings, naked, baked naked
1: wings. Excuse he's he's me. not baking naked. He is making <laughs> naked wings. Yeah, at least have an apron on.
0: You got to be careful. <laughs> oh
1: god. Got to be careful. Knives so let's see and, here: knives and stuff. Non-stick crisper plate allows hot air to get under food for all-around crisping. Seventy-five percent less fat. That's good. Seven programmable cooking functions, easy to use control panel with digital countdown timer, easy view window, check on your food during the cooking process without letting I any heat that. out. I saw that because I actually thought it was like a double-decker basket. I'm like, oh, that's
0: cool. You can look at that. Hey, friends, thank you so much. Man, y'all
1: are, y'all are, y'all are the best. It also says easy to this. clean. You got to love that.
0: I actually haven't taken a look at this. It's been uh, here, Darren. Take so, a look at my air fryer. So let's see here. You want to uh, come over, you come over to later it? Yes. Faster cooking, later, max air crisp, fryer. air
1: fry, air roast, air broil, bake, reheat, dehydrate. Do we want to make some jerky? Yes. <laughs> Chef inspired recipe book, twenty recipes. Or some strawberries. You can dehydrate some strawberries. Easy to clean. So here, here's what's funny. I, I freaked out a little bit, and here's why. Um. this, the week that you got a hold him. you're like, hey, by the way, I can't record this week. I'll be out of town. I already had this. This has been sitting in my house for two weeks mm. because I was going to give it to you the week before Christmas because I knew I was out of town the week after. And I was like, we're going to get him this. We're going to record. He's going to open this. And then we weren't going to record until after Christmas. I was like, I was like, somebody is going to give him an air fryer for Christmas. He's already going to have an air fryer that somebody gave him for Christmas. I know that somebody for Christmas, and and then you told me I found out today nobody gave you an air fryer for Christmas. No, 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 and no. And so this
0: is my air fryer, and and here's the thing: like I go, I put a lot of miles on them. Because y'all, if friends, if you've never used an air fryer, I think the biggest my biggest complaint is that it's bulky and hard to store. Like, I mean, where 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 you put this? Uh, yeah. Cleaning can be a bit of a bit can be a bit this of a chore. This says easy clean, right? Which is I don't important. Don't know what that means. Well, sometimes you get like little pieces of chicken in the basket, and you got to like for thirty minutes use a sponge in the sink. Uh, so it's kind of bulky. Cleaning's difficult, but the quality of the food, whether it be
1: French fries, uh, fish, wings, I'm seeing it here. is a great way to cook food. Air. I'm <laughs> seeing here. There's a power button and a start and a pause button, but then it says bake, reheat, dehydrate. So, you've got like, that's easy. Like, pick it. But then it says max crisp, air fry, air roast, air broil. So, you get to choose. And then the left side has temperature up and down, and the right side has time up and down. Here's what we'll that's do. That's easy. Here's what we'll do. We'll,
0: we will next week, I will overnight cut some wings oh, and uh, bring them to our meetup yeah. and maybe on the podcast let's see it takes 30 minutes
1: can we plug this in some... here
0: that's what i was thinking like we can have wings on the podcast we while, didn't do
1: while we're recording it's gonna fry mm-hmm. and then oh now
0: we can't get two pounds let's see this says up to three pounds of wings yeah, but if you buy, like, a pack of wings and you cut them yourself, it's already like, 2.3. So you and I probably have, like, six huge wings each, which might be good for the morning.
1: I'm, we don't need a whole bunch. Does that
0: count for my wing debt?
1: Yes. Okay. So Especially because you're sharing your new air fryer. So, y'all, with next
0: these. week, uh, stay tuned. We will air fry some wings live for the podcast it, recording. It is so on. And again, thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm flattered, which is what makes this next thing I have to say so hard. I'm kidding. Really <laughs> difficult to talk about. I wonder how
1: many people just went. <gasps> <laughs> yeah, well,
0: There's really no following up after
1: that. But it is 2024. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Uh, we'll see you next week. Best, uh, <laughs> best episode ever, in my opinion.
0: It is 2024. Darren, we didn't have a chance to do a bye-bye 2023 episode. And for the past few years, we've done that. Uh, we've done predictions like reflections and predictions reflecting upon the previous year and predicting how we think the next year will go I'm done with predicting anything <laughs> because the way the world is now I'm humbled and you know like god your will be done and wherever we end up is where we end up it, anything is possible anymore like it, there you can make a prediction and it sound off the wall but it might be true so I'm just I'm just done I'm trying to make predictions but I do think it's a good time of the year being a new year to reflect on the previous year, 2023, what went well, what didn't go well, what was good, bad, ugly. And then what are we taking from that into this new year, 2024? So I'm hoping to spend about you know, 25 minutes with you, big daddy D over there, reflecting upon 2023, as well as projecting what 2024 Will be for us, and here's an icebreaker question for you, Darren. Let's do it. And friends, text us. Let us know your answer to this as well. Uh, you can text Darren. Everyone has yeah, actually, or, or Facebook Messenger. I think that's kind of like the roundtable podcast way to
1: communicate. We, I, we get
0: a lot of faith. We get quite a few. We do. Uh, a lot, uh, people messengers. like to
1: tag us together in those. Yeah, which yeah. is
0: totally awesome. Appreciate Darren. You're better responding than I am, uh, but I, I get them. I get them. As long as somebody responds, we're good. Here, here's here's my here's my question. Question number one. Yeah, for y'all too. What what was some of the best of 2023? What was the best that 2023 had to offer? And does that spill over into 2024? So, Darren, as you think about 2023, and you know, thinking about the year we we had, remember the big balloon, the Chinese balloon, popped up with the F-22 Raptor. Eat it. Uh, we had a bunch of strikes over the summer. Uh, this year for grassroots was, a, I think, a time of further establishing leadership, discipleship. Yeah, it was up Everything, and down. Everything uh, cleaned up. That. I know, this this year, there was no, like, flat line on the no, end. It was like, well, up, no, down, up, up down. and down,
1: up um,
0: But, yeah, what was good about 2023? And will 2024 carry that? in general or are you talking about for grassroots are you talking about for me or just however uh, whatever you answer. Like. okay and friends same to you as you think about your year maybe you had a really good camping trip over memorial day weekend in 2023 and you're like man 2024 i'm going on more hikes that's that's a good thing that's spilling over in the 2024
1: i'm going to answer from a grassroots perspective just because it has been such a railroad a railroad uh roller coaster Two two baby. Yeah. either get on the train or you get run over by the train. <laughs> A pile of dead bodies underneath the Mars Hill bus. Um, no, no. Mark Driscoll. Oh, that's true. Just Mark Driscoll. Uh, it was interesting. We came into 2023. Obviously, this has been the first year, full year, that has felt normal uh, since COVID hit. Because you had, like, the build back into normal throughout 2020 2021 and even 2022 2023 is the first time it like you just entered the new year as a normal year and the whole year has been a normal year give or take um <clears throat> over the summer this is a really good summer for grassroots a lot of new people a uh, lot of opportunities in the community. Uh, But then in that same time frame, it hits that we're going to have to look at possible new directions facility-wise. And the fall hits, and it became a real tough season. Uh, A lot of people don't know this part. Um, It became a real tough season because now we're exploring what are our options facility-wise. In a small town like this, the size church we are, our needs, options are limited. But then on top of that, finances got really tight uh, for the church, like waiting for money to come in to be able to pay bills type of tight. (laughs) Um, And then moving through December into, into January now, it's like that, we've climbed this hill and we're going to start going downhill real fast in a good way, like momentum. Uh, the finances have shifted. Uh, we feel we have a really good vision that we want to share this Sunday, uh, vision Sunday. Uh, the Lord has opened up what at first doesn't feel like the most ideal opportunities, even facility wise, but just seeing him open doors is really cool. And and moving into 2024, it's like we're going to we've been through this grind throughout October, November, December. And now January, we're just we topped it. And now we're just going to let that momentum roll. Uh, and so I'm i am pretty excited. We've taken
0: we've taken the sled up to the top of the hill, little winded,
1: yep. little you know, up, a little winded. Yeah, a little beat up, a little
0: sweaty, but cold at the same time. And knees, knees are hurting a little bit. And right now, Darren's holding the sled, and I'm like, so you're going to get in the back. The back is always the best part of the sled, right? When, they're like, when you were a kid, was there a whole science
1: behind it? Like, you want the heavy person in the back of the sled? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I do remember this is, this is really – it was funny because nobody got hurt. We went sledding in Martinsburg <clears> one time uh, with some of our teens from our youth group. And where we were sledding was down a – we are at a farm. Uh, of the church, the a family in the church had a farm and we're sledding down one of their just roads on their farm. It's just a dirt road, but, but it makes a good path for mm-hmm. the sleds. But at the bottom, it, it flattened out. And then there was the entrance from the main road, but across that entrance, there was uh, a wire, like a, a coated metal wire <laughs> that, that you would move drive through, put it back, keep driving. Um, well, it was up there, so everybody, You most of the time you slow down between the, before then, if you're still going fast, you just bail out, and nobody ever, well, I was on the sled with one of our teens, and we were getting it, like, like our weight combined something, we were flying. And I was like, Kevin, bail out, and I bailed out, and he said, do what? And not like I watched, man. Do you ever see where, like, somebody hits something, like the sled keeps going, but they stopped? <laughs> yeah. Dude, luckily the wire, like, didn't hit him in the throat, or I think somebody it hit him in the chest. It was hilarious. Like, he stopped and the sled didn't. <laughs> I, I miss sledding
0: as a kid. Being 34, there's no – it's just not going to end well. <laughs> You're going to be hurt
1: in one way or the other. <laughs> like – even it's if just you don't not going to get gonna injured,
0: work. you're going to be hurt. But this year, though, this lead ride of a year, we're going to take. We've got a good, good, clean path, no wires. Uh, yeah, so momentum.
1: I think that I think that would be the answer. My answer, dude. That's fair.
0: So to reiterate, uh, to reinter not reinterpret to interpret what you're saying. It's like all this momentum and energy was built up because of the facility and changes that had to be made because of that, and now we are. Decisions have been made. Like the guns loaded and I just gotta like pull
1: the trigger into uh... Yeah, because it's not been easy. Roll. Uh it's it's been it's been a burden. Uh for and that's leadership. affected you
0: more than most of us
1: too. Like the that well, the most of like the work needs to fall on me. And and so I'm I'm trying to get the information together, uh, to give to the leadership to make informed decisions. And so but I, I think I have seen the Lord be so faithful through it and and so graceful uh, towards us um, and now moving into the new year and I'll I'll even share this man um, a lot of that this this momentum building goes unseen like people don't see the amount of meetings I've had and facilities I've gone to and phone calls I've made and pouring over the budget and like people don't see that and that's okay but Over the last two or three weeks, I have had multiple messages, letters, notes from individuals going, hey, we just really want you to know how much we appreciate what you do. And even though we know it's hard, we know it's like this is, and and that's just been so encouraging. Uh, in the midst of it, because a lot of people writing these notes, they don't know what's been going on. Uh, and so that's been really encouraging to, to feel that love uh, from people.
0: Yeah, that's one reason why I've, I'm like, when it comes to schools, you know, growing up, Glen Fork Elementary, kindergarten through 12th grade, like, I want to f- kindergarten through eighth grade. Wood Fork Elementary, I was K through 12 people. <laughs> one building, Laura Ingleswater <laughs> was our actual teacher. Yep. <laughs> it was crazy. Uh, no, it, I, I like to stick with things. I'm a loyal, big-time loyalist. Might would be part of my addictive personality, but it, it is so sweet to be a part of a church for this long. and I'm 34. I feel, I don't know, like, all, so much stuff happened to me early in my life. It's, um, you know, graduated college at 23, was 22, got married when I was 24, you know, 10 and a half years, good, solid marriage, two kids, the house and everything. Like, so much has happened so quickly, and we've been a part of Grassroots since that. So it's, it's amazing to me to have a church family, just to, just to be together for so long, going through so many highs and lows, like, going through... The move from New River to here at the theater,
1: like well, y'all were even in the old like, gym.
0: Oh, the entire, yeah, it's it's been an incredible ride. But yeah. to see it and reflect is like, yeah, Larry was still here at the time. You know, it's like, man, we did that together. Twenty uh, COVID, I think it's kind of the same way. It's like not an ideal situation, clearly, but man, we did it together and threw that we together, stuck it out, and it's so amazing to be a part of a church family, to 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 experience that with. So I'm very grateful um, for everyone's friendship and uh, fellowship for the past 10 years. But I think last year was inconsistent by this measure. Uh, A couple days ago, there was an earthquake in Japan that was followed by a tsunami warning. And the way that the tsunami warning was explained, from what I can tell, not being an expert, was that... You have Japan, kind of like the islands, and you have eastern Russia. Whenever an earthquake happens, those waves spread out, hit those hits those countries, like, right? Some of the waves, the rings hit. Russia, some hit. Japan, but then they reverberate back and meet in the middle, and then they hit each other again, and the waves go back, and... Every time there's collision, there's less momentum and less power to it. But it's got a, you know, like a big rock was thrown in the water and the waves ripple until eventually it settles. I, I think 2023, even though it was the first year, quote unquote, normal year yeah, outside of COVID, because literally it was the year I'm pretty sure uh, Biden ended the emergency status for the COVID situation. Yeah. I think that was last this past year. Yeah, it was. Um, but anyway, I've, I feel like a rock was thrown in to our lives in 2020, and the waves since then have been f- happening, but they're less frequent. Like highs and lows. Like we're still, society is different. Like the world is so much more different because of COVID, and yeah. like obviously, local church is not immune from those changes. So I think the past year, upon reflecting, what worked. T- what has worked out quite well, I think, going into 2024, is that is that sense of, like, we're in it together. And I will go back to Toy Story 3 whenever they were all holding hands going down that conveyor belt. Dude. One of the most brutal scenes ever. That's a
1: tough scene. Like,
0: that's how, That's not saying the grassroots is slowly sliding towards the fires of Hades, but it's like, man, no matter what happens with the facility or any, you know, mechanical changes, like.
1: It's, we'll still, it it's still you,
0: man. Yeah. Like, man, we've done so much stuff together. Uh, but basically, taking from 2023, the amount of, like, um, social anxiety, mental health issues, economy, like, ripples are kind of ironing themselves out. But we did it together. Um, and my we'll family continue. and I did it together. And this year, yep. it's like, I, I feel that my projection, a macro projection, is like, uh, I have no idea what to predict. It is an election year.
1: God help us. Literally, God, please. Help us. Two things I hate about election year. Very side note to this. I get so tired of the TV ads. So tired of seeing the TV ads. And two, can we please outlaw? Can we please outlaw yard signs? Like how many of those signs are everywhere? Like we've got this beautiful countryside and those signs pop up everywhere. Sorry, side note. I'm I'm done.
0: <laughs> I don't read
1: signs anymore. So I'm unaffected. Listen, and he needs any signs, stop signs, uh yield signs, caution, painting. Um I, I really miss that one. Pedestrian crossing signs. He just I'm done with them. Goes right through them. Here's your sign
0: universe. <laughs> I'll make my own signs. Um but no, I I, I think I'm I'm excited to see what 2024 holds. Yeah to do it with, like, Jesse and my girls and with Grassroots Church and my family. It's it's weird. It's like I'm excited to do it with you guys. It's weird. I'm happy to be a part of something for so long as well, to see that the ebbs and flows of it. It's like you hear people that have been a part of a local church for, like, 40 years. And I, I bet that those individuals have so much wisdom and people experience,
1: like, well and I think you've you've been around with grassroots long enough it's been fun to uh the highs and lows you've been a part of the inner workings because of leadership, but also to see from the gym to new river to here to wherever god's leading us next we've we've never stopped growing new people coming into covenant community new people joining groups new faces along with these ones that have been faithful for so long um Unlike, I mean, you were with the Greenbrier for so long, and it's like you you grow to appreciate a place that you've worked at for so long, but it's like, does it change? Does it get better? Does it, or do you just go, I'm really tired of working here, or something? You know.
0: And it's always the people. I I went back to Glenfork over break to spend some time with my grandmother, my nana. Who's not listening right now? But, Nanny, if you were, I love you, Nina. Uh, and it, it was so weird. Being back home, it's, it's not home. Like, in my mind, like, to go back and see my basketball court that I played basketball on a lot and to see the grass that I mowed for so long and the mountains that I so often frequented. Frequented? Excuse me. I go back now, and it's kind of, like, ah, it's just not the same. Like, things seem smaller. But the people are. It's just nice to experience life and to have the same folks together to to do that with. I hate like I I so much lament the fact that the trend of deconstruction and withdrawing from the local church. Yeah. I heard a statistic the other day about Southern Baptist churches, the percentage of the congregation like twenty percent down or something. It was a crazy number, and it's so unfortunate. Yeah, I I anyway, grassroots don't know how could have done the past nine years without you. 2024, we'll do it again. Here we go. Yeah, so that's uh, 2023 is kind of like a weird year. It's like the alternative punk year. It's like, I don't know, it's odd. Both beautiful and tough at the same time. But 2024, if we just get through this daggone election season, can I tell you what else I don't like? People, like over the past summer, summer 2023, it's like get behind a presidential candidate. It's like the election's not for another forever yeah. away. Can. can
1: can we get to the uh This perpetual... Primaries?
0: Everything is about campaigning now. It's a perpetual campaign. We can't even, on a federal level, pass common sense legislation because we're they're too busy campaigning. I sounded like a
1: pundit right there. Yeah.
0: Instead of passing common sense legislation, we're busy working, <laughs> wondering about who's going to get what district funding.
1: But we do have, and we talk about it on this podcast all the time, the hope that we have... In Christ. Our hope is not in America. Our hope is not in leadership. Our hope is not in uh, our jobs or anything like that. Our hope is in Christ. And so we can move into 2024 with all of its uncertainties, knowing God's still in command. Absolutely, with confidence. And again,
0: I have my preferences. I'll keep to myself. If you all want to know my political views, uh, let's go out sometime. Call
1: me. Let's go. What's question number two? I put both together. Oh. Uh, Reflect and project. Yeah, so reflect 2023, moving into 2024. Uh, I and just I to know what say, other people think,
0: like, hey, friends, what was your favorite part
1: of 2023? Is that going to be your 2024 also? What you got in mind? I say for 2024, something I'm excited about, uh, we are going to move into a new season of life uh, as a family, Kelly and I. Um, Luke is is actively looking for an apartment. Uh, he, he's um, seeing the next, that's the next step. For him, we're gonna move in 2024. We're moving into Gavin's senior year, so we are this summer taking a trip. Oh, crud. To go, yep, to go visit West Liberty. Up Shame in, on you, Gavin, uh, for growing up. Um, it's so weird. Literally, I feel like yesterday, Gavin dude, was you in, had him in, in oaks. oaks. You had
0: him in oaks. That was fourth, no fifth grade. Yeah, fourth and fifth grade. Yeah, was there for, Gavin?
1: Stop it! And now you've had him in six. Listen to this. Because you started GSM, I don't want to talk about it. You've had him in sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade, and look at how well he's done. I don't want to take all of his credit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to
0: take credit away from his parents either. Yeah, but, yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, Gavin, you're welcome.
1: So he's moving into his senior year. So we're looking at universities, which of course West Liberty, you know, all of that, um, and so we're we're seeing 2024 as a year that this is going to be the last year we enter with all of us in the house. Um, and so it's a new phase for Kelly and I. I realized something uh, over the summer. Um, we've, we've started a, a tradition. Um, my brother and I will go back to Cincinnati, where we're from, and catch up. We'll have a little reunion with our friend group, uh, which was our youth group. And I looked around this year at my youth group, and I went, Oh holy crap! We're the age our parents were when we were hanging out, Mm -hmm. and I'm like,
0: you're that guy now.
1: Yeah, and but you got your squad. (laughs) We do, we do, and so. But looking to 2024, seeing as a family, um, we're really making some really cool plans as a family just to be together because this this year will will change, Um, and so. I'm looking forward to 2024, and as already stated, everything that's momentum-wise built up for grassroots is going to execute in 2024. The Lord is going to move us in new directions. We're going to shift our, our theme for the year that we're going to share at Vision Sunday. We're going to shift some things. Um, I think it's good things. I, I think the church is going to be challenged, and we're going to grow through it. Uh, so, so that's our projecting into 2024 is is what I'm seeing. One little comment though, and I realized this yesterday.
0: This 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 shows how time has passed from my perspective, influenced me. Whenever I played games socially, like video games socially, uh, Halo mostly, like whenever you play with your friends, you partied up. Like you join a party. If, if you're playing against an opponent and you want that opponent after the end of a match to play with you, it's like, hey man, you want to party up. It's like, yeah, party, blah, blah, blah. That was way back in the day. I guess that's old vernacular, but I kept hearing this phrase about your squad. Like, oh, your squad. I, got, I know guys will like, talk about their squad, which I think comes from Call of Duty because they don't have party parties group, like party structure. Instead, they have squads, which is translating now to real life, because if you have a good friend in Call of Duty in real life, like you actually have a relationship. Like, it's cool how games have gone kind of social for guys. In that way and i'm not saying the video game like hey 35 year old go play video games all night but anyway <laughs> friends do that but this uh that phrase squad so now you know it's like hey you're a part of a squad back when i was gaming it was party so this th- th- my time perspective is it's like back when i back when i gamed you joined parties now it's squad I was like, man, what perfect way to summarize how I feel right now? I feel like life went from party to squad. Uh, but with that be? Sorry, I just want to throw that out there. It's so weird to me. I, g- I came across uh, there was a TikTok ad the other day, and someone's like, "Yeah, party your squad." And it was Hashtag a watch, squad to her husband. Life. Squad life is that a thing? I don't know. Dude, we're so out of touch. We can't joke about this anymore. We will. I don't get so branded uh,
1: as being out of touch. At group, okay, we did a thing at where, squad. We, we, we're. <laughs> that's one of the shifts. We're changing the name. Um, You might want to run that by Mark. But uh, we did an ornament exchange, but we did it what we call uh, Dirty Santa style. So um, you draw numbers. One person opens it. The next person can steal it. Um, But they threw something in there that I'd never seen before. Something can only be stolen twice, and then it can't be stolen anymore. That's the way we play it. That's smart. One of the people had an ornament, it's one of those ones you get from like the Beckley Mall or like a mall where uh, it's a design that has so many reindeer on it or so many snowmen or something, and all the names go on them. They had one done with all the names from the people in our group, and it got stolen twice, and then we couldn't steal it. But we've got a, a, a little inside joke in our group about everything's trash. It's trash. It's because of one of the people in our group, like that's their, like their catchphrase. Oh. So- Can, can you- I can't read lips. What am I doing? <laughs> sure, I'll say it with. You're uh, spelling it out on my hand like <laughs> Helen Keller. Uh, so we have this thing like it's trash. So Kelly had got a, a little ornament of a trash can. Somebody else in the group had ordered what what we they're called trash pandas. It's a raccoon, but it's a trash panda in a trash can.
0: Guardians of the Galaxy joke.
1: And then another person in the group who it's their catchphrase had actually made this, that Kelly and I ended up with, um, this homemade ornament that they had put. Uh, it's a, it looks like a trash can full of trash with a little sign on it that says, hashtag, it's trash. And it's like so perfect. And I said, we need to start, I'm going to start saying, hashtag, it's trash. And somebody else in my group who's younger said, oh, please don't do that. Oh, hashtag is gone now? And I was like, why? And she goes, that is so cringe. And I was like, listen, the Uh, same way you're saying it's cringe, somebody's hearing you say it's cringe and thinks, oh, please don't say
0: that. The word cringe makes me cringe. Yeah. So, Cringe is so 2022. I just cracked up at that. You know what? I'm just going to speak in old English and Latin. Latin's better than Greek when you're trying to come up with uh, a
1: Cool Lindium? sure. Is that what that word was? We looked do, up in
0: Latin. Yeah, do you remember the Greek version? Oh gosh. Hey friends, no. <laughs> look, look look up the uh, Greek word for what fort. we call fort. Yep. It's, and look up the Latin word.
1: Yeah, you you will appreciate Latin better. Yep. Dead language. There, bring it back. <laughs> hashtag bring it back. Um. Oh wait, so.
0: Dirty Santa. The rule. So if you if you can steal gifts it's Dirty Santa. If it's just you draw a number and you pick a gift in
1: that order. That's just white elephant. So, we, we, I actually, somebody in our group, because this became I, a discussion. It might point, be the same person who did it for us in GSM. Sent us the article. The white elephant is pointless crap that you don't care about. The dirty Santa is something you actually want. So, like, we're exchanging ornaments. We want different ornaments. The white elephant is just bring in uh, pointless junk that you picked up at a thrift store or something. And so that. I did not know that difference, and I appreciated the article. I read it, and I was like, "There you go." So, if you all are listening, be uh,
0: be on the lookout for Sunday weather's odd. Yeah, so y'all heads up. No decision's been made yet. We'll be Sunday at 7 a.m. We need to like look into the psychology of local churches' views towards <laughs> inclement weather because some like pride themselves on like we we all almost died, but we're all here because we have faith. And others are like, We're all safe,
1: so we win too. Like we do need to know, look into this. Do you know what changed my mind? Because my thing was listen, we're gonna have it no matter what. Because you're responsible. Well, I am now. Um, I I always said, listen, if people can't make it, I understand. If they don't want to brave the roads, it's okay. I'm going to still have it just for those that can be there. And as a youth pastor, we did that one night, and one of our teens flipped his car on the way home. And after that, I was like, that's why you cancel. Common sense. Yeah. Uh, Especially because we can go virtual so easy. And God's blessed us with technology. Yep. And uh, good
0: stuff. So, yeah, on uh, the first order of closing business, be safe this weekend. And uh, we'll make Darren and... Other leaders will make calls based on common sense. Second thing, as we talked about, twenty twenty four, and, and yeah, what's
1: your projection into twenty twenty four?
0: That that was pretty much it. Like okay. the the ripples, I think, from gotcha. COVID are kind of like dying down. I think there'll be less extremes of very hard times, very good times. Like I think we're just kind of like mellowing out a little bit. But that idea of what it, I feel like this year is a very monumental year, and is it yes it's an election season it's monumental for a lot of different reasons but i cannot think of a recent election cycle where so much of the world will be affected by how you and i vote because i mean you're talking about funding wars in the middle east and in eastern europe we're talk i mean there there's so much on the line for us as a country us as christians and everyone in the world like it's so odd and Obviously, those that are campaigning know that. They're going to be vying for our attention. Elections get nasty. I'm saying all that because there is still hope that uh, our God is in control, is sovereign. The victory is already won. So no matter what happens, again, this is my projection, to go back to your question. Um, like with years past, no matter how tumultuous the the seas get, like, Jesus is still there. Might be taking a nap on a couch, in the boat. Like, he's in control. No matter who's going to be president, no matter what happens with yep. the outcomes Amen. of certain conflicts, it's like, God, man, Jesus has already won. Like, we're good. Let's
1: celebrate that together. So Was it a, that's where I'm at. Who sang that? You're going to know that this old song. Uh, I don't want to sing it. Oh, go ahead, please. Uh, for a Uh Do you remember that song? Uh, See, what's going to happen? I'm going to end up singing it. Yeah. God is in control. Uh, mm do-do-do? Nope. Doesn't ring a bell. Do,
0: do. I think you're uh, making this up on the spot. No, it's a song. It's an old contemporary Christian song. Friends, Darren just wrote a hymn on the I'm spot. I'm going to look real quick. Freestyle
1: hymn. Twyla <laughs> Paris. I don't know. It's it's coming up. Hold hey, on. Speaking,
0: gotta... of, speaking of cringe, how do you feel about, like, 80s and 90s contemporary music? Christian contemporary. Christian contemporary. Oh. Isn't it
1: hard to listen to? Although I did find something out of This is totally... Kind of unrelated, kind of related. Uh sorry, this is gonna come up. Oh, this is it? Like a nineties contemporary? Yes. I'm gonna get to the course, everybody will recognize it. You have to remember that song. No. You always remember these songs when I bring them up. uh, In the 90s,
0: I was younger than you, and our church was, if it wasn't a hymn, you know, Satan authored it. Okay. No, no, I'm being extreme. I'm being a little bit extreme, but no, that that was one of the old, so that's a song. That would never have flown. That had drums. (laughs) No. (laughs) I get it. If you can plug it in, it doesn't belong in a church. Yeah. Um. Well then
1: no organs. Um, hey,
0: speaking of which, oh, I'll talk to you after the podcast. Yeah. So
1: so that talking about it though, that that reminded me of the song. But uh it's a good song there. Spotify. A little bit. I have I have found that if I look up a particular song from the 90s that I like and then just play it, and then just let Spotify pick what dude, hey, so much good music that I'd forgotten about. I, I was looking into because I use Apple Music only for
0: convenience, I've always had iTunes uh for my audio library. For the most part, but I've listened to, like, I listen to iHeartRadio, just random things, but this uh, Christmas season, so many of my f- social media friends are, like, posting their Spotify, like...
1: Yeah, st- what they <coughs> listen to the most, and...
0: <coughs> and I'm a little Apple music user, I think get the same feature, so it actually got me looking into, well, which one's better? between Apple Music and Spotify, it really depends on what you're looking for, but one area where most people are in agreement on which one's better is with what you're talking about right there. So if you, you know, favorite an artist or a song on Spotify, the algorithm-generated following playlist is much better. So where good. Apple, I mean, if I, you know, like The Offspring, you know, Joe Diffie will pop up next. And it's like, <clears throat> what? Because it's based on listening patterns instead of what you just interacted with. Dude, so I... Spotify, you, you are in
1: agreement it. with most, uh, most people around the world. Yeah, Kelly, we are on our road trip home. And, and if you know me, the day, I mean, November 1st, I start listening to Christmas music, and it's about all I listen to music-wise up until December 26th. And then I'm done. I'm done with Christmas music. So on the road trip home from my family uh, the week after Christmas, I, I was thinking about a, a Bruce Springsteen song Uh, Do you remember uh, The Secret Garden by Bruce Springsteen? No. Um, I've never listened to a lot of Springsteen. It's from a movie, uh, and I can't remember what movie it's from. I think it's actually from Jerry Maguire, uh, the movie Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise. But but I just let it play because I hadn't heard it forever. I was like, Kelly, you remember this song? She's like, I don't. And then we just listened for like four hours on the way home the songs that it played. And I'm like... This is awesome. You know what's always intense also
0: when it comes to music? Whenever Lord of the Rings pops up, it makes any environment, circumstance, or situation you're in epic. Do you know what I love about the Lord of the Rings music? Like, you can be washing your dishes, and then dun, 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 dun. It's like, yeah, I'm washing these dishes. But
1: but what's awesome about that music, it is so recognizable. It's perfect. And... I've listened to it so much because there's a YouTube video that plays from the very first song in that trilogy of movies to the very last one. That a song will come on, I'll be like, "Oh, Concerning Heights. That's when they were doing Bilbo's this. birthday party. That's when they were it's so good. It's so good." You okay,
0: can, how about this? You can search far and wide. Oh, see, now you caught you me. You okay. can drink the whole town dry. That's uh that's when they're at the but the only place for the tried and true. Only drink for the, what is it, tried and true comes from the green dragon. I
1: was going to say, is that when they're at the Prancing Pony? No, they're not. They're they deep. were at Eteris
0: celebrating the Helm's deep that's victory. Right, that's right.
1: That's right. That's right. Because
0: I'm like, they were at a party. Where were they? But that's when, before. Because Pippin got that light bulb in that Christmas exchange. So, Aragorn
1: was not celebrating. He was very... I mean, he he
0: tried. I mean, Eowyn gave him some soup or whatever. Yeah, he just has too much on his own.
1: Okay, we got to quit bantering.
0: That's all we're doing. Welcome to 2024, everybody. Love you. made this far. You are awesome. We will uh, talk to you soon.